Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson. Really appreciate you being with us today. We've got a fun story to share with you. Ben Malcolmson has written a book all about his life and writes about how he went from being a walk-on at USC to now being Pete Carroll's assistant. And so he's going to give us a little glimpse of it today, but encourage you to get his book. And also, if you want a free copy of his book, here's what you got to do. You got to sign up to receive our weekday email devotional. It's called Unpack This. And if you've already subscribed, go find a friend to to subscribe to the to the list. But anybody that subscribes uh, this weekend. So uh, I'm recording this on Friday the 20th. So from now until Sunday the 22nd, uh, if you sign up for the devotional, you'll be entered in to win a copy of his book. And and so uh, we'll give, give away as many as we can. Uh, so be sure to do that. The website unpackingit.com. And uh, basically, our devotional is a quick thought about sports, faith, and life. And we send it out Monday through Friday. We take a current sports story and relate it to the Bible. So stick around. At the end of the interview, I'm going to give some more thoughts on what he talked about during the interview. And so I hope you'll uh, stick around for that. Hope you enjoy our conversation. Let's jump right in. And joining us now on Unpacking It is Ben Malcolmson. He's an author and a speaker, and he's written a new book, Walk On, From Pee Wee Dropout to the NFL Sidelines, My Unlikely Story of Football, Purpose, and Following an Amazing God. His story includes a journalism degree from USC, a spot on the Trojan football team, and eventually becoming the personal assistant to Coach Pete Carroll of the Seattle Seahawks. You can check out his website, benmalcolmson.com. Ben, thanks so much for being our guest on Unpacking It today. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me, Bryce. It's great to be with you guys. Man, well, we're excited to have you, and, and we're going to share uh, you know, a good bit of your story today, but, but encourage people to, to really check out your book to, to get all the details. But, but, but let's begin in, in 1995, and, and you had a bad peewee football experience as a fifth grader so what happened yeah well I, I think it was back in the day when basically everyone went through the peewee football program and um that was my one year that uh i was done with football after that it was it was miserable i was undersized um did not fit in well playing football did not like the contact and uh, i wanted to quit halfway through my dad wouldn't let me had had to finish the year out but uh, I finished the year out and immediately quit and said I was never going to play football again. <laughs> I can relate to that. I only did one year myself. So, <laughs> so I, went the, I went the broadcasting route, and, and you end up going the, the writing route. And so 11 years later, you're a sports reporter with the Daily Trojan. You're a senior at USC, and you have a story idea. So, so what was it, and then how did Coach Pete Carroll, who was the head coach at USC at the time, respond to your request? Yeah, so I was a student newspaper reporter there at USC and had covered the football team for a couple of years at that point. It was my senior year of college, and USC was in the kind of their glory years at the time, number one team for three straight years, and wanted to do a story on the walk-ons on the team, the guys kind of the end of the bench that don't get a scholarship. Not They're not on the front page of the newspaper. They're not on Sports Center, but I wanted to give them a little attention. And 
in the process of interviewing guys and researching for that story, it hit me, well, what if I go through the walk-on tryout myself <laughs> and I could get a first-person perspective and it'll be, it'll be funny. I could make fun of myself and throw myself under the bus a little bit and uh, it'll just be a unique story. And I went and talked to Coach Carroll. I'd gotten to know him just a little bit from covering the football team and interviewing him over the years and asked him, I was like, hey, could I try out for the football team to write this article? And he kind of laughed at me and he said, it, it's not going to be very interesting, but feel free to go for it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, kind of probably the craziest story request he's ever had and the craziest one I've ever made, for sure. That's that's right. And and nobody else on the team or, or other guys that were trying out for the team knew that this was a part of a story, right? Yeah, I mean, I was I was definitely small for a football player. I was uh, 165 pounds and skin and bones, basically. <laughs> but um, I was out there just as a normal tryout participant. And uh, there were 42 guys there at the tryout, and there were 41 of them uh, fighting tooth and nail to try to make the team. And there's one of them, me, who was not really trying to make the team. I was just trying to write an article for the school newspaper. <laughs> it's hilarious. All right, so... Then you, you finish up the, the tryouts and you, you find out that the, 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 the situation went a little bit differently than you anticipated. So what happened and how did that all kind of come together? Yeah, well, I, I got home that night and I was pretty beat up. I was pretty sore. I hadn't been that sore, I don't think, in my whole life. And uh, I was nursing some some bumps and bruises. And I started writing the article and I figured, that, I mean, this was the, the crown jewel of my newspaper career at the time. <laughs> uh, who gets to try out for the number one football team in the country? It was pretty crazy and just got some incredible material. And it was going to be really fun to write it and really fun to share it with the, with the readers. And I uh, wake up two days later and I get a phone call saying I made the football team. Oh. Now, um, I, it, I, I first thought it was a prank because this is, this can't be real. I mean, I never even thought that was a possibility. I mean, I hadn't played football in 11 years and, oh. uh, undersized and I was just out there to write an article for the, for the newspaper. So it was, uh, it was pretty crazy to receive that phone call. We're talking with Ben Malcolmson, uh, our guest right now on unpacking it. Uh, he's the author of the new book walk on, from peewee dropout to the NFL sidelines. And, and so you, you, you find out, all right, you made the team. So what does that, that mean? When, when you hear that news, what does that mean to you? And what are they describing or explaining to you? Yeah, so I mean, I go into the football office, I get checked in, I'm, they tell me, here's my playbook, and I'm handed this playbook, and I mean, I'd played Madden before and played video games, yep. but a playbook, a real playbook's way different than, than clicking some buttons on a video game, so it was uh, like learning a foreign language, and I go get checked in, get my, my helmet, my pads, and I mean, it had been 11 years since I played football, and fifth grade, you don't really, you're not really aware of what's going on too much, and so I, I'd forgotten how to put pads on, you know, I didn't know which way it was forward which way it was back and it was, it was pretty embarrassing and pretty funny all at the same time and uh there we are a couple of days later the first practice of the spring and um out there just getting my butt kicked and getting uh, my bell rung left and right um i didn't know how to take a hit i didn't know how to give a hit um i didn't know how to line up i mean all these things were so new to me and uh i was a uh, steep very steep learning curve yeah well so why why did you make the team though Oh, well, I, I went in and talked to coach. I thought he was pulling a prank on me Yeah. Um, the first day. And he's like, no, you can catch the ball. You can run fast. We want you on the team. Wow. And I was, I was blown away. I mean, I, here is at the time, probably the best college football coach in the country. And uh, he's telling me I've got some football skills. This is pretty crazy. I mean, <laughs> I was like, this, this can't be real. And oh. um, there I was all of a sudden, I mean, he, he 
called me out and put me on the team, and I, I couldn't pass up that opportunity. No way. So, so here it is, your, your senior year. So how did that end up even changing kind of your, your thoughts or, or plans for that, that year and, and you know, class and being involved with the, the newspaper and kind of even what you were thinking after college and all that sort of thing? What was kind of going through your, your mind and experience at this time? Yeah, man. At the time, I was two months away from graduating, and I was going to go off and get a, a job at a newspaper somewhere. And uh, my life took a total turn at that moment. I enrolled in grad school so I could stay a, a student and be okay. a student athlete there. And um, my life took a total turn. And there I was, staying for a fifth year. And I was in grad school. I was on the football team, and I resigned from the school newspaper just so I could focus on the football thing and just conflict of interest and all that. And uh, just wanted to avoid all that. And uh, yeah, I was living a brand new life. <laughs> it's a great story. Ben Malcolmson, <laughs> our, our guest right now on Unpacking It. His book is called Walk On. Uh, it's an unlikely story of football purpose and following an amazing God. And and so uh, I guess one more thought kind of on the on the football side. So so in the book, you, you give some great description on, on what it was like getting hit. And, you know, you're, a, you're you just already described how, how small of a player you were. But what was that like? And, and even you put in the, the book that, that you secretly celebrated after each enduring hit. So, so what was that all about? Well, I just wanted to make sure I could survive, you know, not, not just take a hit, but actually like live to see another day. Cause I mean, you watch this on TV and these hits are pretty vicious. You know, you hear the pads and the helmets clanking and everything and having not really experienced it. I mean, football in fifth grade is not really the same as, as real life <laughs> football. And I, I just wanted to make sure I could survive and, and live another day in my life. And so I, I get my first hit and I'm seeing stars, but I, I survived, you know, I lived and I was so happy. I was like, okay, I can do this. You know, it's, it's going to hurt, but I can do it. And uh, it was a huge victorious moment for me that, okay, I can actually survive this and I can actually make this a reality. So, so you make it through, but, but you do end up dislocating your shoulder. So, so why was this significant? And then what ended up happening while you were going through rehab? Yeah, so I, I get dislo- I dislocate my shoulder and uh, right there about a month into spring practice, and I was crushed because I'd started to take hold of this this dream that had become real life. And um, the doctor said I needed to get surgery. I was going to be off for nine months, and uh, nine months from that point was after the season was over. So I was absolutely defeated and, and crushed by that news because I started to believe that this was my new life, and I started to believe that um, ultimately that God had a purpose for me in this, that God had me on that team for a reason, um, far beyond just putting pads on and, and suiting up for practice and games, but God had me there for a, an eternal purpose, you know, a real divine reason. And so I was, I was heartbroken because I felt like that was ripped away from me. And, um, I went through the rehab process and just felt like if, if God wanted me on that team, he's going to get me back and I'll be part of that team. And I know that he I just had this deep sense that, that he had me there for a purpose, that he had me there for a reason. And I couldn't wait to see what that was. So it, that was kind of my, my fuel in the rehab process. I ended up getting back in half the time the doctor said I could get back. And they were surprised that I was even able to be back on the football field. They were surprised that they could even clear me to return. And there I was back on the football field and seeking my God-given purpose. I knew God had me there for a reason. And what was that reason? 
Well, that's that was the journey, and um, it was hard. And th- the book goes into that. I think we all, all followers of Jesus, are seeking our purpose. We're seeking God. Why do you have me in the situations that we're in? Whether it's at work or in our families, our friendships, um, the neighborhood we live in, whatever it may be. Is God? Why am I here? What is my purpose here? And I think we all feel that deep down inside that we want a purpose, and that a lot of times God, we know that God has us there for a reason. And so I was, I was seeking that, and I was, I was pressed into that and I got an idea that I'll start a Bible study for the team. And um, I started this Bible study and I'm sitting there in the room waiting for it to happen and no one shows up to the Bible study. So that obviously wasn't my purpose. You know, oh. it's like, okay, what, what was it going to be? And uh, I went through just several other trials and, and errors and, and failures trying to find my purpose. And it was really hard. And I think we can all relate with that. I'm sure you can relate with that too. Oh yeah. Um, just how hard it is. Like when you're not seeing fruit, when you're not seeing fulfillment of your purpose, that you feel like God has you there for a reason. It's amazing. Ben Malcolmson, our, our guest right now on Unpacking It, and he's written a new book called Walk On. And uh, it's a, a story of football purpose and, and following an amazing God. And, and so now, years later, as you look back at that time and, and you can kind of see, okay, here, here's what God did during that time and even how it shaped me to who I am today, what are some of those other things that, that come to mind and, and you cling to as you look back at that experience? It's amazing when we have perspective, when we can look back, can kind of live in reverse, and you see God's hand at work. You see him um, just orchestrating events, orchestrating our lives, and just so present in our circumstances. It's hard to see in the moment, but when you look back, that gives you so much faith to keep going and keep pressing on. And so the the story goes on. I mean, there's just so many elements to it of a, a teammate um, just a few days after our last game in the Rose Bowl. Um, passes away at 21 years old. And I I find out years later that because of acts of faithfulness um, that I didn't see fruit in, that I didn't see reward in in the moment, that God had used those things to to change his life and to save him just in the days before his death. And just to see God at work. And a lot of times we don't see it in the moment. And it's so hard because we want to see that fruit. We want to see our purpose fulfilled moment by moment, step by step. But a lot of times it's kept hidden from us uh, for whatever reason. And so looking back, I mean, I'm just I'm in awe of, of what God can do through each one of our lives and that he has desire to do incredible things through each one of us. He's doing incredible things through you, Bryce, and, and this radio station and the people listening right now. Um, God is at work and he's doing incredible things through through each one of us. There's a verse that, that really stuck out to me and uh, in that time when I was on the football team and just really carried me through. And it's from a tiny little book in the back of the Old Testament, Habakkuk, mm. in chapter 1, verse 5. And it's, look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed for God is going to do something in your days that you would not believe even if you were told. Mm. So for, for me, I mean, wow. I'd, I'd look back and I'm like, if God would have told me all these things that would have happened, um, making the football team overcoming injury, trying to find my purpose, looking like it's a total failure, and then finding out years later that God's hand was a part of it all. And, and not only just a part of it, but but saving a life and turning around other lives too in the process. And it, I wouldn't have believed it. You know, it's look at the nations and watch, be utterly amazed. I'm just amazed at what God can do because he's doing something in all of our days that we wouldn't believe even if we were told. 
Amen. I love it. And, and in, in reading uh, about you and, and, and your story, the, the, the phrase humble obedience came up, and, and, and I think that kind of summarizes what, what you were saying. Um, is there anything else that maybe uh, stands out to you with that phrase in particular? Because I think that that's, a, that's just a powerful thought, humble obedience. Yeah, well, it's, it's awkward to talk about humility because uh, it feels like um, it's, it's just, it's just a hard subject, you know, it's it's something I think we all struggle with and it's something that, um, we're not going to get there till we're, we're on the other side of heaven, you know? And, um, I think, I think it's just something that we can, can strive for and and point towards. And the more that we allow Jesus to transform us and and live in us, I think the more humble we become, whether we realize it or not, you know, And, and that's the beautiful thing is oftentimes we don't realize it when we're truly humble and uh, just the obedience um, part of it. I mean, I think um, just listening to those nudges that God that God is nudging our hearts and our minds all the time. Mm. And it's just being open to listening. It's just those little tiny nudges. And they're not, a lot of times they're not those profound, like voice of God thundering from the clouds. You know, it's, it's just little nudges on our hearts. Maybe it's saying a kind word to someone. Maybe it's um, doing something just very small for someone. And you just feel those nudges on your heart. And it's just being obedient to those. And I think we all feel those nudges um, a lot. And it's just a matter of do we follow through and obey those or or do we just kind of sweep them under the rug and just oh, whatever that is, you know. And But but it's there's so much power in just obeying those little nudges from God. And just hearing, he's he's always with us, and he's always speaking to us, and he's always desiring to do things through us to to save lives, to love people, and uh, he's always nudging our hearts. Amen. What an awesome word from Ben Malcolmson. Uh, his book is called Walk On: From Pee Wee Dropout to the NFL Sidelines, and you can check out his website benmalcolmson.com. And the other cool part of your story, and and it's just uh, it's encouraging to hear. Just where your heart's at and, and just your, your, again, the humble obedience. Uh, but, but what ends up happening is you become the personal assistant to Pete Carroll, and, and you're still doing it with the Seattle Seahawks. So, so give us the, the kind of the summary for how that came about. Yeah, so I ended up wrapping up that one year of being on the football team, and then Coach offered me a job to work for him there at USC in the media department um, just to kind of be embedded in the team and help produce content for the website and social media and all that. And through that process, he and I became very close and just developed a great relationship and worked for him there at USC for three years. And then he took the job in the, in Seattle with the Seahawks uh, in 2010, asked me to come up with him. And in that process, transitioned to this role of kind of being his right hand, uh, kind of personal assistant role. And it's been a blast. This is our ninth season already up here. And um, it's, allowed us to do some incredible things, allowed me to, to be a part of some really cool experiences and meet some incredible people. And, um, it's an amazing journey and it's still going and we'll see where it goes next. That's right. Well, so when, when people hear this, they're like, all right, what, what does your job actually do and involve and, and what's it all about? Oh, that's a great question. I wish I could answer that. Um, I, it, it feels like it changes every day, but it's it's kind of a Swiss Army knife role, and uh, it's helping him prepare for meetings and and practice and film. But but then it's also um, odd jobs off the field and 
hosting people and, and just kind of a million different odd jobs. So um, it's a blast because every day is different and I have no idea what's going to happen each day, um, especially with someone as high energy and as positive as Coach Carroll. Um, it's just a blast to work for. Man, that's so cool. And, and I was reading and, and Pete Carroll, of course, has uh, written the foreword for the book and, and speaks very highly of you and the impact that you've had on his life. I'm curious on the flip side, what's maybe one nugget that, that stands out the most as far as what Pete Carroll has, has taught you personally? Oh man, that's a, that's such a good question. Um, I could go on for hours about that, but, I um, the, I, I think that the thing that sticks out to me the most is just how consistent he is and how he's going to be the same person every day wow. and that he's got a, a character and he's got this, this rock solid, he knows who he is and he, every day, you know what you're going to get with coach Carroll. And that's something that as I've grown and, and matured over the years, it's something I want to keep growing in because, um, if, if people can rely on you and know who, who they're getting every day and they know this is the type of person he is, this is the way he's going to speak, this is the way he's going to act. And if you can do that every day and just be so consistent, so true to who you are deep down inside, there's so much power in that. And it's just really cool to see that firsthand from Coach Carroll, and it's it's really impacted my life. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, let, let's end on that note. And, and Ben, man, just to appreciate you sharing your story, love what you're doing now, and, and being able to encourage people with this book, as well as your, your speaking around the country. Uh, also read that you're a, a Young Life guy, and, and I was a former Young Life leader, and so a huge, huge fan of that ministry. And so I love it. Keep, keep up the great work. People can find you, benmalcolmson.com, the book Walk On, from peewee dropout to the NFL sidelines, my unlikely story of football purpose and following an amazing God. Ben, really appreciate it and wish you the best with the book. Thank you so much, Bryce. Great to talk. So what a cool story. I hope you'll check out the book. And again, if you want a free copy, uh, be sure to sign up on unpackingit.com and be entered into our contest for the book giveaway. But my big takeaway on today's podcast is about purpose and how he was talking about being able to look back now to see how God really orchestrated so many of the details and in the middle of it, it didn't make sense. And a lot of it, just how crazy it is, it doesn't make sense. But when you start to piece all the details together and and for Ben, he realizes, okay, God used me here. He used me there. I had an impact on this person's life. If I never wrote for the newspaper, I never would have tried out for USC. If I didn't have the idea about the article, then I definitely wouldn't have talked to Pete Carroll. If I didn't make the team, I wouldn't have developed the relationship with Pete Carroll, and then he wouldn't be his assistant today with the Seattle Seahawks. And then all the people that he touched along the way, and now being able to write a book, to be on our podcast, to do other interviews, and to be able to share his story, uh, it's just so unique. It, it really is. And and so what how I relate to his story is, and I think you do as well, there are so many situations in life where it just doesn't make sense. And so he talked about the, sh- the shoulder injury or, or difficulties that are just so hard to deal with. And we don't know why we're going through it in the moment. And we're, we're like, all right, God, what are you up to? What's going on? And sometimes we'll drive ourselves nuts by trying to figure it out in the moment. But what we have to do is we just have to rest in, in God's grace and just have peace that he's working, he's moving, and, and that his purpose for us will be revealed as we seek him and as we obey him. And we just have to take it step 
by step. I think I talked about it on a recent podcast about that. So that's that's the the value of our faith in Jesus and following him is we allow him to light our path when we're in a, a situation, whether it's a, a difficult one, a surprising one, a, a, a great one, there are layers being added to our life. God is is moving and working and setting us up and preparing us for something else down the line. And then we'll be able to look back and we'll be able to see how a lot of the dots connected. Some of them we won't realize until we get to heaven. And that's okay. We have to release that and find freedom in that. But a lot of those lessons and a lot of those connections and the the way that God orchestrated things will make sense to us and it will build our faith. It will reveal God's glory, his goodness, his faithfulness, and and we'll just continue to trust him in the next situation. And we're great examples for other people that are watching us because then we share our story of how God orchestrated details, showed up in, in amazing ways, in the nick of time, uh, in his timing. And then we share that with others and it builds their faith. So, uh, so love the story, love what he had to say, and, and I'd love to know your thoughts on today's podcast. Send me an email, Bryce at unpackingit.com, Bryce at unpackingit.com, and would love to hear from you. I hope you have a wonderful week. Be sure to check out the website, unpackingit.com. Follow me on Twitter, Bryce Radio, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It podcast where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Thanks for listening.